Hello again, Tom Walker, MassAC Unit 1, and we are recording episode 11 of our district podcast. Today is April the 8th, 2020, and we just uh, are going to cover a handful of different topics, um, our current building closure, uh, communication channels, uh, some positive things we do have going on, um, improvements, and finally we'll touch on some different challenges that we've uh, encountered so far. And once again, I am joined by our superintendent, Jason Hayes. Thanks, Tom. And welcome back. We, once again, we apologize for the uh, amateur podcast version, perhaps. We're still new at the podcast, but we found that uh, this is an easy way for folks that are working or commuting or uh, helping instruct their kids from home right now can uh, get some information without reading uh, newsletters or pages on the Internet. So this is just one more form of communication. And before we get started, I would like to remind everybody all of our forms of communication um, which is uh, something that we've been trying to hit on from time to time, but we really do have several communication channels, uh, the Remind text message system, and we're starting to get more and more uh, instructions on the websites for how to sign up to specific Remind accounts. You do not need a smartphone for that. However, there is an app if you do have a smartphone, but otherwise it's just simple text message. Uh, is that what that's called, simple text messages? Yeah, that, yeah SMS. SMS. Yeah. So, um that's how that works, and that's an easy way to get information to and from your teachers. Uh, we also are utilizing email a little bit more than before because our new um, student management system, Alma, uh, where all the student grades and discipline are entered, has a unique uh, email feature, and it allows the teachers to email groups of students or their whole entire class roster at one time. So that's an easy way to uh, access information. And then, of course, there are technology applications on top of those I know a lot of our teachers are using Google Classroom, uh, and uh, or several of them are. And if a student is signed up through Google Classroom, which we have some help files online to help parents with that, uh, you can message your uh, teacher that way, and the teacher can message the student. Uh, they are using Classroom Dojo at some of the elementary levels, and so that's another tech app that uh, you can utilize. And of course, we're trying to post all of this on our webpage, massac.org, uh, where you can see our Facebook feed which is just facebook.com slash unit with the number one. Uh, our Twitter feed, which is twitter.com slash unit and the number one. And then, of course, we have this new podcast on Anchor FM, uh, and there's a link on the main page there as well. Did I forget anything, Tom? No, I think that covers it. Uh, again, just to, uh, on our podcast, uh, it is uh, currently available on a handful of different platforms, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, we're just kind of uh, playing the waiting game if it ever gets to anything else. Um, uh, but right now it is pretty widely available there. Um, we do have uh, some positive notes we'd, we we want to kind of share and uh, reiterate. Uh, just some kind of good, couple of good things really going on here. Uh, once again, the uh, student meal delivery system. Um, the uh, numbers have been really steady on that. And uh, what are we looking like there for the meal delivery system? Well, we've delivered, um, I believe it's over 1,900 uh, excuse me, <laughs> 19,000 meals, uh, just over 19,000 to date. Uh, that doesn't count today. Uh, we've been averaging uh, almost 1,500 meals per day, uh, and, and we realize not all of those meals are going to um, students that aren't eating. Uh, some of these meals are just a nice way for, for students to check in and be reminded of school, uh, and that's okay too, but then there are a lot of students that we've heard from and a lot of parents that are very thankful for the uh, work that our staff is doing, feeding, uh, and preparing, and delivering all these meals. So we're going to try to keep this going as long as we can. It's been a very positive 
um, uh, system so far. And we're also, we were also able to use this to help collect and distribute student work, which we'll talk about later. Uh, so we're going to try to continue this as long as possible. The only thing that will uh, prevent that is the spread of this virus through our community. As you know, there are two um, confirmed cases in Massac County, um, and I'm sure there will be more. So if it starts spreading, uh, we have to take into account the, um, the risk that we're putting our staff volunteers in and our cooks and our bus drivers, and we'll have to take that into account at some point. We may have to stop, but we're going to keep it going as long as we can right now because we feel like it, there is a need there, and we're trying to serve the community as best we can. And that, that some of these meals are going to uh, senior citizens and others, not just uh, students, and that, that's, that's part of what we're trying to do as well. And just a kind of a reminder, this week on the meal system, we are going uh, through tomorrow, which is Thursday. Um, but we will not be providing service on Friday um, in respect to Good Friday. So uh, we will try to have maybe some extra things in the meals yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I think we're going to send a couple extra things tomorrow out because it will be a three-day break, and then we'll try to hit it hard again on Monday, barring any uh, unforeseen uh, circumstances that we can't control. But uh, uh, we will be off uh, Friday uh, in uh, to to, for Good Friday, and then uh, we'll come back on Monday. And then, again, we're going to keep this going uh, as long as we can. We're hopefully, our goal is to just get uh, enough food out there. Uh, inevitably, our ultimate goal would be to uh, feed students until the normal end of school uh, because we feel like uh, even though students, some students have a tough time through the summer, uh, there are things out there for them during the summertime, and that's an expected break. Right now, we're in a period of time that wasn't expected. Parents and students were not expected and didn't anticipate having to provide meals at this time. And it also happens to be at a time when uh, it's getting tougher and tougher to do that because a lot of our parents aren't working. Um, there are a lot of them that aren't receiving a paycheck right now. So that's we're trying to fill that need uh, right now, and then we'll just kind of try to keep it going as long as we can. And kind of uh, moving on, uh, something else positive uh, that, that came up here in the last few days is our Senior Spotlight uh, webpage that has been launched off of unit one, um, unit1.massac.org slash 2020-senior-spotlight. Uh, that's available as a link up top of massac.org. And this uh, really kind of came to light through our uh, counseling uh, team over at uh, the high school. So do you want to speak to that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I think um, one of the things you're seeing a lot out there uh, in the Internet is this is, uh, this is unfortunate for all of our students, and, uh, and it's hard on all of our students, but probably even more so for our graduating seniors because your senior year is kind of a special year, and uh, the end of your senior year is, is generally a special time. A uh, time for prom, a time for awards and recognitions, a time for scholarships, a time for graduation. And uh, these, this class of 2020 is missing out on a lot of that right now. So a lot of schools are, are coming up with creative ways just to remind the seniors that even though they're not in school anymore, they haven't been forgotten. Uh, and we're going to continue to try to do that. I think this is a great idea that came from our school counseling department. It's simply a senior spotlight, and they're just creating these small images uh, with uh, the accomplishments and, and future plans of each senior and we plan to get every senior on this page eventually. They're just doing a handful at a time so we can update five or six per day and uh, just send them on this web page and just, uh, just a small token of uh, you know congratulations on our part honoring our seniors for all their hard work over the last uh, actually I guess 13 years if you count kindergarten and uh, this, this 2020 class happens to be a very, very good class. Um, I was out at the high school when they became freshmen 
I, I still know a lot of them, so uh, we are very proud of them, and we're going to continue to try to do things uh, to honor and uh, highlight the seniors to let them know that they aren't forgotten. Uh, however, you know, on the, on the opposite end or the flip side of that coin, um, school is closed through April 30th as of right now. Uh, by all accounts, everyone predicts that it will be extended into May, if not the rest of the year. Uh, so having said that, prom is not looking good uh, for 2020. Um, we, we have committed to some sort of graduation ceremony uh, if, if we can get, you know, if we can have that happen, which would have to be probably late, uh, very late. But, uh, you know, I think that's important. Uh, uh, prom's also important. We realize that the venues that you have to uh, rent and uh, the decorating and things you have to do, even if you have it on site, uh, would be pretty prohibitive during the summer months with everything else that normally happens uh, as far as stripping the gym floor uh, and rewaxing the floors and the, and the halls and cafeteria and such. Um, it's just going to be tricky for that one. So prom is not looking good. Um, I don't know if there'll be a way around that, uh, but I just want to get that out there because I know people are, are spending money and may have already spent money. There may be something you can get back or something on that because it's just not looking good at this point and it's kind of out of our control for right now. Uh, and graduation also is, however, we do want to uh, figure something out for graduation one way or the other. So we're going we're gonna to give that a shot. It's just going to be tricky and we're just going to wait and see what the uh, the government says yeah we're just kind of having to you know abide by whatever guidelines are given to us at this point so um, again just kind of stay tuned we'll, we'll make sure that information is out there um, you know in all of our social media uh, this and and, and what any other channels that we already have out there uh, moving uh, on though um, we've kind of touched on this already um, we have had some improvements um, uh, particularly with our communication through Vermind and really this didn't come as any surprise um, just based on this last month but do you want to hit on some of these numbers yeah I, I think uh, we just we do track our remind message system uh, simply because uh, we want to see how how often we're engaging parents in communication and this remind system is an easy way to do that for both the parent and the teacher and our principals and so a lot of these are just announcements that have just popped up and crept up here uh, this past month because we've been out of school but overall we had 381,000 almost 382,000 total messages that were sent in March back and forth between staff and parents and a lot of this was about meals delivering meals trying to get meals to the people who needed it but it was also a lot of it was about um, packets of uh, student work questions about student work and so you can use this remind system to uh, reply right to your teacher and ask questions and get responses and this is probably one of the easiest ways when you say for you to contact your teacher uh, so if you're on that remind group the teacher will send out remind messages fairly often probably pretty routinely and you can simply reply as a text message and ask a question if you're struggling with a piece of work or an assignment or whatever this would be the way to do that but we are tracking that we had almost 400,000 messages in March and I would predict that April is going to be pretty high as well. Yeah, and then kind of put that in perspective that generally even on a high month, we'll get about 100,000 messages. So, uh, you know, we're talking about almost four times the normal volume that we would see. So it, it is, uh, you know, again, wasn't terribly surprising, but it's, it's still a great thing to see that our communication is still, you know, wide open 
and very active uh, between our teachers and our uh, parents and students. Yeah, this is a this is a great way to kind of send uh, some of your work in as well. I think uh, Mr. Walker uh, put a, a little video together to kind of demonstrate that, but you can reply actually to your teacher's message and take a picture of some student work and just send it right back in. And then there's no papers that need to be delivered. There's no, you know, uh, exposure risk or anything like that. So uh, this this messaging system, and I think they have something similar in the Classroom Dojo, uh, it's a great way to kind of bounce ideas off uh, back and forth with your teacher and also turn in work uh, so you don't even have to leave your home. And that, that um, kind of rolls right into our last area here, some challenges um, and talking about remote learning student work. And, and while that is a, a great thing that we do have available to us is that we can, you know, have those pictures just right sent right back to the teachers um, of, of the completed student work. Um, we do have our own challenges in trying to address how that work gets there in the first place, um, whether that's, you know, through uh, some of our own channels uh, tech-wise, um, but we've kind of had to adopt more of a hybrid type approach to this. Yeah, uh, and I think um, this has been pretty eye-opening for the state of Illinois. A lot of the, the people in charge of education, I don't think they realized how uh, disadvantaged we are in the, in the southern part of the state as far as remote learning. Uh, there are a lot of areas in our county that simply do not have internet access. It doesn't matter, you know, where you live exactly or um, how nice a house you have or anything like that. It's just the location. There are dead spots in our county and, and all over southern Illinois. And I think so originally the state of Illinois called it e-learning plans because they, the goal would be to deliver all of this content electronically. Uh, because there is technology for that. However, we just can't access that consistently throughout our district. So that's one of the challenges that Tom's talking about. And we realize that some of you can't do that. So we're trying to make both paper copies available as well as electronic copies. And that's the hybrid plan that uh, we're trying to utilize. It's just, it requires a lot of work, a lot of planning. And one of the other things is it requires a lot of um, partnerships with uh, the parents and students out there. So if you if you are, for example, um, one of those that has pretty good internet access and the ability to get online, please take advantage of that and, and access your resources electronically uh, because we simply do not have the manpower and uh, copy machines and resources to make uh, continue to make copies for everybody. Uh, so we're going to try to uh, address the, those that do not have the internet with paper copies and packets and, and we're going to even try to deliver some of those because we want to make it as, as equitable as possible, uh, but it's just we can't uh, possibly deliver 1,900, what is it, 1,994 students that we have right now currently. Uh, so that's that would be a lot of papers. Uh, so if you have the ability to access this stuff electronically, please do so. Help us out with that. And also, if you have trouble with it, uh, reach out to your teacher. And also in one of our former podcasts, we talked about the uh, tech at massac.org website. If you're just having technology-related oh, issues. The, oh, the, yeah, the email uh, address. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. email. I said website, email. Um, so you can email, you can send a message to tech at massac.org, and that'll go to one of our technology members or in our technology department. They can help you with tech-related stuff. So uh, if you're having trouble, please try to access that and utilize the online support for that. Um, the length of time is also an issue. Right now, we're trying to address this in two-week increments. Uh, we have three weeks built up for the two weeks worth of work we just sent out this week, or we're in the process of sending out. 
Um, so we won't collect this until, um, gosh, it's almost the last week of April, I believe, that'll take us to. Um, yeah, because we would, uh, yeah, that would take us to yeah, about April the 27th would mm-hmm. be about, about Monday, the three, three weeks from now. Yeah, so. three, yeah. So uh, students will have about three weeks to complete this work. We tried to include approximately two weeks worth of work and again take that with a grain of salt our teachers are trying really hard here this is a first attempt and so i'm sure that some of our teachers might have sent too much some of our teachers might not have sent enough uh it's going to be one of those things uh, it's going to take a while before we find that goldilocks moment and we get just right uh but we're going to get there uh, but if you uh if you do have um uh, the, your work uh, please uh feel free to get started on that uh, we still have a couple weeks after this week. If you haven't gotten your packet yet, we still have pickup points at all the schools. Uh, I know at the high school, for example, Miss Cheryl from the guidance or the counseling department is sitting out front uh, with packets for those. They made an individual packet for every student that does not have internet access. Again, they, we really like you to try to access that stuff online if you do have internet access and just help us streamline this process to make sure everyone gets uh, the information out. But all the schools have pickup Uh, at their front door. Uh, Most of them have signs or instructions on what to do. Obviously, we don't want you walking through the school. Right now, we're trying to keep that as a safe disinfectant zone uh, for preparing meals. But uh, the ultimate goal here on everything we're doing is just to prevent uh, that uh, loss of information. Because essentially, we talked about this last time, they're going to have two summer breaks back-to-back in a row here if we do not come back to school. Again, that's not determined yet. We're just out till April 30th for now. But um, everyone, all the experts uh, really expect us to be out longer. So if we do not come back to school in May, then the students will eff- effectively have two summer breaks back to back. And we know that one summer break usually uh, results in a backslide of part of a grade level uh, for most students, unless they continue reading, uh, parents continue working with them. And that backslide uh, has to be recovered when we start school in August. And so if you have two of them back to back, that's going to be a, a much larger deficit that needs to be recovered. So that's the the main goal of this remote learning is simply to prevent as much of that backslide as possible. Just to continue, I mean, we're not even talking about grading this stuff and being punitive with it uh, or at, at any level. It's about uh, practice. Uh, it's just, just like a ball team. We just want to keep our kids practicing as much as possible because at some point we are going to come back to school which would be, you know, equivalent to game day. So we want to keep them practicing as much as we can and give you opportunities to do that at home. Well, that, that covers everything for today. Uh, we appreciate you joining us once again. And uh, Mr. Hayes, do you have anything else to leave on on? No, thanks again for everybody with all the positive comments and all the support and all the help. We've had a lot of help with our meal delivery and uh, people picking up student work for other students and and just a lot of amazing help from the community and parents and we really need that partnership right now. So thank you for that and please continue uh, because we need all the help we can get. Thank you again and have a great day.